Welcome back to The Betrayed. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, and we love the feedback. Love you all. Thank you so much. Uh, First off, I'd like to start with, have you heard, Drew, that on December 31st, President Donald Trump proclaimed January 2020 as National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month, and accumulating those in the annual observation of National Freedom Day on February 1st in 2020 as well? No, I didn't realize Donald Trump did that. It's funny because one of the things I wanted to bring up actually talks about Human Trafficking Awareness Day being January 10th. Yeah. Estimates are that some like 24.9 million people worldwide are in bondage as modern day slaves. A week ago, the U.S. State Department reported that the United States was the number one country in human trafficking in 2018. That's so insane. It kind of leads into like one of my first stories. I mean, this is just from Oregon alone. This was a state gathered data between October 2018 to October of 2019. And this was released January 10th, 2020. Reports find nearly 750 human trafficking victims in Oregon over a one-year period. Wow. More than 200 trafficking victims were found in Multana County. If I'm uh, butchering that, I'm sorry. And then there was 73 accounts just in Multa and Calcamacus County. Um, wow. Officials hope that the, because this all happened, they released it on the same day. They had a ceremony. The, the ceremony will bring awareness about Oregon's efforts to stop human trafficking, recognizing the work of those who are talking and taking a trauma-informed and victim-centered approach to trafficking intervention. Right. It's even a crime that few want to admit exists, I believe. You know, it's a crime that affects all populations, adults, children, men, women, foreign nationals, and U.S. citizens, and all economic classic, uh, classes. Putting an end to human trafficking starts with, like, just acknowledging that it exists, you know? Well, I mean, and the big misconception I think a lot of Americans have is that it's Americans doing these crimes. It's right. mostly Americans doing these crimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, just in uh, January 17th, out of Louisiana, 18 were arrested for human trafficking in a human trafficking sting. Wow. Agents yeah. with the Northwest Louisiana Human Trafficking Task Force arrested 18 people this week in a two-night sting operation in Beaucaire uh, Parish. Arrested 11 men, five women prostitutes, and two adults for pandering. And pandering is a legal term for pimping. Yeah, I mean, even some traffickers begin to make demands that the girls pay them back. Like, they're forced to have sex with strangers, possibly having to have sex up to a dozen times a day. The girls may get $20 of the 150 the man pays, or nothing at all. It's disgusting and really sad. And you're telling those stories, and just within the last few hours, like, there's a bunch of sex trafficking stuff that's went on that I am going to bring up myself. So it's insane that, like, it's just... It's everywhere and all around us, and they're always talking about it, so there's no excuse for people not to want to make change and, like, try to be more avid, like, teach your kids and check your kids' devices and stuff like that. It's, it's the subject you've seen, like, everyone could just drop the bullshit and get unified behind. Like, this is... Exactly. Like, there's, there's nothing you have to get political besides saying, I don't want people to be human trafficked. That's... It's to think that, that people want to legalize, you know, marrying a child, even. Like, just to even think about that. <sighs> 
I mean, it, it, it goes on in other countries. That's the, that's the problem. I, I know. I, I saw someone saying that, like, oh, uh, the, the legal age is different in so-and-so and here, wherever, right? But it's because they normalize it, though. Like, no matter what, even if that is the age of consent and it's a young age, in my mind, that's still a child. It's still not okay. Even if it's legalized, it's, it's like legalizing meth. Is everybody going to go around doing meth now? I choose not to. If heroin's legalized, all y'all are going to do heroin? I choose not to. Okay, so if marrying a child becomes legalized, I would choose not to and I would still advocate against it. But it's just disgusting that people would even like want that. Like, how did that even... I, I'll I have to look into that. How did that even become okay in those other countries? I, well, I mean, historically, I mean, people, a 12-year-old 200 years ago was much different from a 12-year-old nowadays. So, I mean, I think some of that comes into play. Even and, then, like, you know? Well, I mean, there's like 12-year-olds that marched off to war and stuff like that back then. So it's like, I can see I, from back then, but we're living in 2020 and those laws need to catch up. Like, a 12-year-old is a kid now. They're not, yeah. they're not young adults. They're, they're actually children. They're just playing on TikTok, watching Disney Channel. It's just not cool to want to ruin their mindset so young, no? <laughs> like, speaking of, six men were arrested after a girl had escaped a sex trafficking ring. It was in Green Lake County. Six men believed to be undocumented immigrants from Guatemala charged in connection with a human trafficking case out of Green Lake County. And they just had court Wednesday. Uh, officials with the Green Lake County Sheriff's Office said the investigation began with a 911 call from a juvenile runaway. And that happens frequent. There's many times where we've mentioned stories like this. The sheriff's officials said the victim indicated she escaped from a home where she was being trafficked for sex and that the information led to the execution of a search warrant at a home on County Line Road in Township of Manchester. <sighs> Just that's, irked me. That's... Six men were charged on December 17th with one count each of third-degree sexual assault and child enticement, exposing genitals, pubic area, and intimate parts. They shouldn't even have bonds, and their highest bond is $50,000 cash bond. Their lowest bond is $20,000. It's crazy they would even think about letting those people back out. Right? They do. That's just, I mean, they're like, I mean, they're like wild animals. That's like the best way to describe it. It's just... <laughs> messed up the and the reconviction rate on or yeah the the, the re I'm trying to think of the word to say it right now but the chances of them reoffending i guess are almost 100 percent with sexual predators they they mm -hmm. always do it might be, might be a day they... no i'm sorry keep going go ahead no it's like it could be a day or it could be 10 years but they always relapse especially if they all get out together is what i was gonna say like they all get out around the same time it's like, how do you not know that they're just going to go, you know, not not maybe right away, but eventually reunite? Because if they got away with it before and they get out, they're just going to try to come up with more ways to get away with it better, I think. They should not be able to be out. But even like uh, recently, it was like yesterday, pretty sure, authorities arrested eight people in a human trafficking operation. No, it was last week, bringing uh, 19 arrest in summit county and it's like they've done numerous things this year 
Um, but the Sheriff Inspector Bill Holland said the Sheriff's Office has been collaborating with surrounding agencies to combat human trafficking. Like they're really motivated to to take care of it. For several reasons, we decided it was best to ramp up our efforts this year, Holland said, which I think is amazing. He said past operations were successful and national statistics show that crime remains prevalent in Ohio and many other places also. On Wednesday last week, the Sheriff's Office, the Ohio State Highway Patrol, an Ohio Investigations Unit, and the Northfield Village Police Department conducted an investigation into potential human trafficking in Northfield Village. And they were able to get uh, identify 10 potential traffic victims who were medically treated and referred to support services. Holland said if the victims went through and completed the health screenings, they weren't charged. The thing that always that really shocks me about it, I mean, we could do, we could literally probably sit here for two, three hours and just read off recent reports about human trafficking because they yeah, happen so often, but they're all local. Have you ever noticed that? They're, they're, unless it's Epstein, nobody is talking about <laughs> any of it. Right. And there was 443 human trafficking cases in 2018 in Ohio, and sex trafficking made up 349 of those cases. And 34 cases were labor trafficking, and 28 were sex and labor trafficking. And the organization said that 898 human trafficking victims were identified, along with 301 traffickers and 150 trafficking businesses. However, the national hotline said the data doesn't represent the full scope of trafficking in Ohio. And that's just in Ohio. Well, yeah, I mean, we just talked about Oregon, 750. Manchester. Manchester. There's uh, the 18 people that were arrested for human trafficking sting in Louisiana. That was like northern Louisiana. So, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, I think it away with a lot in a lot of places, not even. Like, it's, it's I think, more than people expect. Like, when you really hear the numbers, you're just like, wow. Do you think because it's such a real horrific problem that most people would rather just kind of out of sight, out of mind? Do you think that's why no one, I mean, there's people talking about it, but it's not something brought up every day. I mean, that's something that I was going to actually bring up on this podcast is like, why do it's like the same exact thing, but I was going to just word it differently. Like why? Instead of how you said it, I was going to ask, why do some parents have sex with their kids to an extent of impregnating them and the whole mess remains a family secret, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, it's like along the lines of what you I asked. Mean, I mean, families will, will be quicker to disown a child for coming out as gay and they'll protect of a whole rape baby scenario. Exactly. It's uh, and I... I don't know. I don't know the answer of why. It's I, like a really psychological thing of like, who are you trying to protect and who has more, more of something, whether it's love, control, you know, over you. It's, it's one of the two, love or control is why you would protect someone, you know, is all I can think. I just... Or money, the, you know? The... Just the if whole they're the thing. only one bringing in money, a lot of wives protect their husbands because they don't know what they're going to do without them. That's messed up. It's sad. It's really, really sad. It's, it's like I said, it's one of those dart subjects. It's everywhere. I mean, you, you, you don't have to reach far to find it. 
I mean, probably within even in your own local community, honestly. I challenge any of you guys that are listening to look it up. That's why we always link watchdogs below so that anybody that are checking out our descriptions can go to that link, put in an address near you, your kids, um, like when they walk to the store or a friend's house or school, you can, you can literally put in the address and see those streets and what sexual predators are on those streets. Use them. And they're, yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're free. They're, they're, it's all available. It's right. And they, all those things are developed for smartphones. You can do it on your laptops. You can do it on your tablets. Do it. It's, it's a, it's a harsh reality that everyone needs to face and, and take the precautions to protect your kids and your nieces and nephews and things like that. Your friends, kids, you know, and kids in general. I mean, if you know that there's a bunch in your neighborhood, maybe stand out front when the kids are getting off school make sure nothing's weird going outside i don't i I think that's a great idea there's a lot of things that you could do to be avid in your community because like investigators say that children of human sex trafficking they often won't seek help mainly because of fear and they won't testify against their trafficker in court either yeah usually because they have to face them i mean that's very common even with like rape victims and things like that yeah, see, it's it's very important to talk to children and be open with them and teach them dangers and let them know that they can talk to you because it takes knowledge, uh, undercover stings and investigations to track down those who are selling minors for sex according like to every uh, ICAC across the country. Like oh. there's one in every state, right? Yeah. An ICAC? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I believe so. I, there should be as far as I know. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, there is. It's a it's a real subject. It's something that uh, recently, maybe I I'm hoping at some point I can get her on the podcast. But my cousin, someone attempted a group of people attempted to abduct her. They ended up just stealing her car. But wow. And that was in that's in Southern California. And then uh, my young cousin that just moved out from Montana. He told me a story tonight. And he was five years old outside of his uh, karate class. Someone tried to snatch him, and by like the grace of God, the, his sensei saw something weird going on and came out and the, the guy took off. And that's supposed to be like a safe place where your kids go and have fun and learn. And so that just shows it can be anywhere. It's yeah. really scary. Yeah, it is. It's really, I mean, I don't mean to like, you, you don't need to walk around life being paranoid of everything. <laughs> no. But just, just, you <laughs> be know, aware. be aware. Mm-hmm. Be aware. Don't don't have your face stuck into your phone all the time like most of this society is now. I mean, I think predators take advantage of that too. Yeah, a lot of kids are bored <laughs> or claim that they're bored and hang out on phones. Yeah, well, talk, think about all the apps. Or games. Always, yeah, I was going to say all mm-hmm. the apps and games we talk about, they're all over those things. And it sucks because those things aren't malicious. Things like TikTok, they're really cool. It's cool to see parents do things with their kids and stuff like that. But then... It's got this dark underbelly that's being used for these other things. I know. I've been scrolling through TikTok. I saw in the comments, some of the commenters on some of these videos of these young children and how vulgar they are. And, like, there are people that are in there that are saying, don't say that and stuff like that, which is good. But still, there's those few people. Well, it's like on, uh, on YouTube, I think most of it has been wiped clean now, but they had an episode with it where basically pedophiles were timestamping 
you know, people that have uploaded family videos publicly, not really realizing the scope of how public they really were. And they're timestamping spots that are like, you know, questionably sexual, I guess, for a, a pedophile, you know, like kids in bathing suits, things like that. And those, those things are all over the place. Speaking of what you just said, there's this page on Instagram and it's called Next Young Model. Pretty positive that's what it's called. I will check right now to make sure that is what it's called. But they are a page that posts pictures. Yep, it's called Next Young Model, one word. And they post pictures of minors and teens and young women without their consent. And if their friends or family or them come and comment on that picture and say, hey, I didn't consent to this, blah, blah, blah. They take the comments off because there's a way that you can take comments off certain pictures to where nobody can comment. That way they don't wake up to any negative things or people saying that. So they've done this on num- with numerous people. And I just think like pages like that need to be, need to be aware of also. And that's just a, how many followers does that page have? Like 20, like 20 K over 20 K. That's, that's way too many. That's, that's weird. Yeah. And then the person that owns it will be in the comments and try to act like nothing's wrong. And there's a few people saying really vulgar things in the comments as well to these young, really young girls. Not okay. And the, the owner just is like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> like what? It's all these sick comments and you are taking pictures. But in another aspect, if you think about it, those pictures shouldn't be online to be taken anyway. You know? That's very true. I mean, the the parents that have, I guess allow their their young young teens, young adults, I guess that uh, aren't of legal age, just kind of get involved in some of these. Uh, I don't know. A lot of them are kind of sexually promiscuous photos. Like you're like, why is a high school girl doing these type of things? Like, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Did you know that North Carolina ranks in the top ten in the nation for human trafficking? I didn't know that about North Carolina. I would have not expected that out of North Carolina. Yeah, with 287 reported identified victims in 2018, according to the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And I'm glad that we're in 2020. We're going to be getting a lot of 2019 statistics coming, I'm assuming. Yeah. So that'll be good to go over. Yeah, there should be a lot of good data coming out mid-year for, I mean, not good data, but actual data. I guess yeah. good's not a good way to describe it at all. but Not at all. <laughs> But uh, very informative de- uh, data, for sure. Um, yeah. There is one other thing I wanted to talk about. It's a pretty deep subject, and I haven't found a lot of things discussing it. There's a place that they're calling Pedo Paradise, and it's in an African country called Gambia. And there have been reports of Western men buying African children and toddlers to rape, as low as... The equivalent of two pounds, so I think that's like five dollars US or something like that, because a lot of them are coming from UK reports. It's becoming a new part of the economy there, and the parents are so desperate just to feed their kids, they're willing to sell their kids for hours at a time, and they're all Western white men. Pedo Paradise, you said it was called? That's what they're that's what it's being deemed what is going on in Gambia right now. 
and you can find pictures. You'll see pictures of 50 plus year old man holding hands and holding little boys and little girls sitting down in restaurants with them. That's so messed up. And nothing, nothing can be done about this or. Not much is being done about it. I mean, the, the country Gambia, if you look up any statistics, I mean, it's, it's the country in collapse, perpetual collapse, basically. So um, they're just like, oh, okay, this, I this think is it's, I think, it, I think it's one of those things where they have so many other problems. They can't even, they can't even do anything about this. And the fact that it's bringing money and tourism, it probably gets turned a blind eye. It brings, how does it bring tourism? Uh, people well, want to go to people, this paradise. Yeah, people are, that's the thing is it's becoming a place for which rich Western men to come and do these acts. Kind of just like a, you know, Epstein type thing. But it's. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather men leave and go do their acts in a country where it's okay? Fuck no. And come back? Nope. Or, or sneak and do it here and there's only one or the other there's never there's never an in-between and that is such a messed up question because i mean yeah i was gonna say like 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 like, they shouldn't be doing those in other countries but i mean yeah coming from like being an american yeah i'd rather them not raping american children but like that shouldn't be a choice there we shouldn't be it, there shouldn't that's what be... we're that's what we're narrowing it down to is like if they're allowed to go there to pedo paradise that, that we gave them a choice go there or be here and sneak around and don't get caught so what happens when he goes to par- pedo paradise or female they come back and they 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 don't want to take a plane ride they don't want to pay to go there again you know they want to do it in their own home then they end up taking a child doing it in their own home like i just think of all different scenarios and that's just i mean this is the the, we'll link this article in here because it's so long there's so many quotes from locals just talking about how everyone's so poor that they would rather take on the sex tourism than starve to death and that just that 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 to me is such a real living hell that is so that is so like can you imagine being a parent and having that choice of well, here, let... here's another scenario. So he, what if the child, so they've never done this before this, they're just starting this or how long has this been around? From what I've read, this has been an ongoing problem in these type of countries for a while, just like it is in the Philippines and things like that, the Thailand and things like that. Five, 10 years, 20 but, years. Yeah, it's been, it's been going on, but it's been ramped up. That's the way it has been described in the last few years because of there's been some other type of economic collapse in the country. I just, I'd want to know more. I'd want to like, I'd want to know how old the kids, like all the kids are, how old are they when they leave? Like, do they get to leave at a certain age? Are they done with them at a certain age? That sounds so messed up, but I mean, are they? From what I, from what I gather, they're basically renting these kids like they do prostitutes. So they are done. They stop paying and they give the kid back. Yeah. It's it's not I, I from what I understand from the reports, and I'm going to dig more into this because it's crazy. So for the pictures. kids, it's like a sex camp that their that their parents are getting paid for them to be in. So like, say you're like Fuck, ten I, years I, old. Dark, how do you never... think of that? Like, how do you think of that at ten years old? Like, where am I going, mom? Oh, you're going to a sex camp. Did you? I I think I linked it to you, but we were going through so many articles. Go back and look that article and look at the pictures of these children with these men, and tell me <sighs> that they don't know something wrong is going on. 
Like it is, it's gut wrenching. Like you just see these men sitting in restaurants, like they're taking girls out on dates, but it's a six year old little African girl. And it's like, this is weird. This is something weird is going on here. And when you got locals talking about it and then multiple UK sources, granted, some of them are kind of cheaper sources, but there's pictures. There's, you know, I mean, there's not pictures of them raping the kids, but there's definitely some very questionable pictures in them. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. And like, yeah, they definitely don't look like they want to be there. And that's sad. And like, so yeah, I just have a, I'd like to, I'd like to talk to whoever's in charge of pedo paradise. There's, well, there's the national coordinator of child protection Alliance in Gambia and reveals that both male and female tourists are targeting African miners. So this is the other place that was, I was, I forgot to bring this up. This is the place where, uh, a lot of British middle-aged women are going and paying gigolos. So it's not just like, it's a sex tourist paradise. So it's not just pedophilia. They'll go and pay young Gambian men, you know, to rock their night. So disgusting. (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh, but the whole thing is just, it's mind blowing. It just. And things like that could happen here if people let it. It probably does happen here and we We just don't know it. But I mean, it could be on like, like you said, what vamped up Is yeah that what you said? yeah they, they like ramped up vamped up in the last like couple years uh there's been Which more that could happen easily any anywhere like it has there and other places too well so you look just, at look at the scary. sexual when we talked about like devin the, the the amazing i mean look at the sexualization of children already i mean it's already slowly kind of happening true which is really disturbing but it's kind of true and look at the uh the all the uh the drag queen story time, all the failures from that. I mean, it's definitely, we're on a, some type of collapse morally in our society right now. Yeah. My biggest advice to parents is to have parental controls on your kids, electronic devices and recognize that even though you could potentially have a great relationship with your child, you are still their parent. Uh, The things they may or may not share with you, it needs to be recognized. So go ahead and check the links out in the description below if you've made it this far. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Banana cats, much love. Peace.